There are things in this world that science cannot explain. Entities and forces that defy human comprehension. There are relics that can turn even skeptics into believers. Pieces of a puzzle with apocalyptic implications. These items are stored in a once secure location. Watched over and studied by scholarly defenders. Mystery fills the air. And terror stalks the halls in... The Scarab Archives. You have one new message. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. End of messages. Recording has started, Dr. East. Of course, I know how it looks, but that doesn't give her an excuse to start spreading things around. Dr. East. I never wanted the interns down here in the first place, which... Now that I've said that out loud, does tend to put a bit of suspicion on me, I suppose. Dr. East. But why would I do it? What benefit would I gain from offing the Foundation's cannon fodder? What possible reason could I- Dr. East. What, Gilbert? Who are you talking to? <sighs> Forgive me, Gilbert. I'm- I've just- I've been a bit on edge these past few weeks. Do you understand? Yes. Of course. Miss Clark also seems concerned. Miss Clark. <laughs> I know that it's her who's been spreading those rumors that I had something to do with those deaths. All that talk about working together, and then she just takes the simplest path to securing my job. If it is discovered that you had anything to do with the deaths of the interns, Dr. East, then losing your position will likely be the least of your worries. I had nothing to do with it! Why doesn't anyone believe me? Why don't I believe me? Dr. East? Gilbert, I... I've been losing track of time. I think it's due to lack of sleep, or maybe it's prolonged exposure to the item I received just after Christmas. I don't know. But whatever the reason, I'm losing long periods of time. How do you mean? I mean that one moment I'm here in the archives, and then I blink and I'm home. Or the store. And I have no idea how I got there. Or what I did before I got there. The item you received, what is it? It's a medallion. Cast in iron, I think. Some kind of intricate design stamped into it. If I could bring it here, I might be able to get a better feel of the thing, but... So why haven't you... What? Brought it here? From what you have told me, you potentially received this item from the entity or entities that visited you on Christmas Eve. That fact alone seems to insist that the item be turned into the Lazarus Foundation. Why? It's nothing hostile. I don't even think it's paranormal. And even if it was, the voices said they were in opposition to the five great evils. And you trust them? Yes. The voices in your head. That's not fair, Gilbert. 
You are a rational man, Dr. East. Surely you must consider the possibility that the entity you spoke with was not telling you the truth. It's... It's a feeling, Gilbert. I, I couldn't expect you to understand. You don't have... No, you're right. I do not have feelings anymore. Shall we proceed to the item? Gilbert, that's not what I meant. No need to apologize, Dr. East. I am, after all, just a machine. Like the item on the docket. Gilbert. The item is not going to catalog itself, Dr. East. It is not connected to the Lazarus family, so the sooner you get it taken care of, the sooner you can return to your more important work. We had best hurry. After all, who knows when you will lose track of time again. Gilbert, if you're so tired of your current state, I'll happily eject you and put you back on the shelf where I found you. You did not find me, Dr. East. Your previous associate did. Fine. Let's just get this over with. Case file U-483. Designation, the radio. The radio is your standard FM radio receiver. Black in color, with silver accents, no discernible logo or identifying mark, etc., etc. No one cares about height, weight, number of knobs. One interesting feature of note is that the radio has no tuning apparatus or antenna. For all intents and purposes, the radio shouldn't function at all. And yet, here it is in the Scarab Archives. The radio is one of the few items in the archives to arrive here by mail. It came in a small box with no return address some 12 years ago. It likely would have been thrown out that very day had it not immediately revealed its true nature to the research assistant responsible for examining it. Going by her notes, it would appear that the radio began broadcasting audio as she carried it towards the furnace chute. After playing a bit of 1930s-era big band music, presumably to get her attention, the audio changed to that of an old-timey radio announcer going over the news of the day. And here's the interesting bit. While the voice sounded dated, the events that were being described were major news events occurring that very day. The research division began work on the piece at once, attempting to ascertain the piece's true nature. At first, they proceeded with the hypothesis that the radio had some basic intelligence to it, but numerous sentience tests proved overwhelmingly negative. The radio is not alive. It is, however, a radio. Obviously, I need to elaborate on that, because that sounds stupid. Information that is sent out on radio waves remains in the aether for, basically, eternity. While it will eventually become so decayed and distant that it can no longer be detected, any information sent out on these waves of sound will remain somewhere out there forever. It was therefore hypothesized that somehow the radio was able to intercept those long-dead signals and play them back. But that still didn't explain how it was able to give the current news in an old-timey 30s style. The research division ultimately agreed that somehow, someway, the radio receives and broadcasts not radio waves from the past, but across the very fabric of reality itself. The information, bulletins, and music are almost entirely random. There's no telling when or where the radio will receive its next transmission. It might have something to do with the ley lines, or moon cycles, or even star positioning. There's no way of predicting when a transmission is going to occur, and even less chance of knowing from which level of reality the transmission is going to come from. For this reason alone, the sheer curiosity factor, 
The radio has been placed in the Scarab Archives as an example of a supernatural piece with no inherent malicious intent. It goes without saying that the radio does not have any significant connections to any of the open case files. Well, that's actually rather nice. We should do logs of more items without a body count. You do know what is coming, I hope? Oh, of course. Honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. But then these items do have the basic manners to let me finish my log before they... And there it is. Shall I stop recording? No, no, let's hear what it has to say. I'm sure Hadley will get a kick out of this when we play it back for him. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We interrupt this musical interlude to bring you this breaking news bulletin. That's... strange. That... that almost sounds like... Controversy continues to stalk the halls of the Scarab Archives. The recent deaths of two interns have caused the Lazarus Foundation to turn a wary eye to the location that has long been seen as a necessary evil. That sounds like me. Suspicion falls to the Archive's curator, Dr. Delbertiste. Already unpopular with his colleagues due to his abrasive nature and holier-than-thou attitude, the idea that Dr. East might have something to do with these recent heinous acts of murder is apparently not a bridge too far. In fact, Dr. East's associate, one Miss Hadley Clark, had this to say. Oh, no. There's no doubt in my mind he did it. If you've worked with him, then you know he's two steps away from a raving madman already. But when reached for comment, Dr. East's superior, Dr. Gordon Stewart, would only tell us that the authorities have been in touch and told about the curator's suspicious nature, access to the crime scenes and murder weapons, and rapidly declining mental stability. Stop. We turn it off. Local authorities also tell us that Dr. East is a person of interest in at least one other unsolved murder. No. Stop. Stop. God damn it, stop! According to their release to us, they believe that Dr. East is indeed connected to the untimely death of his former associate, one Isabella Thalo. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! <sighs> You won't shut off, I'll just throw you against the- I wouldn't do that, Dr. East. What? Is this how far you've fallen? Resorting to brute destruction? The- The notes said you weren't intelligent. That you only received- Radio waves. Yes. But who knows what vast infinitudes and pages of reality are carried in these radio waves. Who can tell from whence they came? Or from whom? Who are you? Everything. Nothing. Eternity. Emptiness. Encompassing. Minuscule. You speak of things like your five great evils like they are gods, simply because your primitive mind cannot process anything greater than that. I... I am greater. This isn't real. This isn't happening. A distinct possibility. Entirely possible that you've spent so long meddling with forces beyond that you've simply suffered the same fate as so many before you. Pickman, Carter, Armitage. Each stepped forward against something beyond them, and each lost their mind in the process. But you've lost more than that already. <coughs> 
I saw the dark universe yawning, where black, unpopulated planets roll without aim. I drifted overseas without ending beneath sinister, gray-clouded skies. Isabella. No. It can't be. I traveled to the very ends of time, space, and sanity. I died and was born again, only to repeat the process a dozen times more. Isabella, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. You've done my work for me already, scholar. You've destroyed yourself. No, this isn't real. This can't be real. Reality is nothing but perception. Easily distorted and cast aside even easier. Gilbert, send emergency message to Hadley. Tell her... Do you wish to confess? No! We all know you did it. Everyone knows. This isn't... This... This concludes our broadcast day. Remember to stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Ignorance is safety, and the only place to hide in a world gone mad is insanity. Good night. Dr. East? Dr. East? Are you alright? Contacting Hadley Clark. Wait! Don't! Gilbert? Please tell me you got all that. I did. Oh, thank God. Rest assured that no one will hear it. What? No, everyone needs to hear it. The radio's true nature. Dr. East, the radio has been silent this entire time. You're lying. Why are you lying? I am not. You started shouting at no one, and then had some kind of fit. I'm the one who saved you, not her! She... She... I think you need some rest, Dr. East. Yes. Yeah, yes, I'll think I'll go lie down. Go ahead and stop recording. I'll examine the audio myself later. Of course, Dr. East. Message to Hadley Clark. Please review enclosed audio file. Dr. East's mental state rapidly declining. Significant actions may be prudent. Signed, Gilbert Riles. Scarab Archives is brought to you by Lazarus Creative Company. The show is written by Thomas Crane and assembled by Megan Camp. Be sure to tune in every other Wednesday for new episodes. And thank you for listening.